sometimes that is better. Frights, camera, action. Welcome to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. It is I, Nate, and with me as always, heads up, Charlie. It's me, not Crypt Keeper. And it is your birthday pick this uh blah, blah. It's my birthday. Words, I could use them. It's because Pete isn't here. It's really throwing me off. I know, no Pete tonight. That's... No Pete. It's but he's strange. He's, he's got to be here for the next one. So yep, I was willing to dipped out on your birthday. Says a lot. Says a I, lot about you, Charlie. I know who my friends are. I know who my loyal, loyal friends are. And that's totally <laughs> fine. But yes, it's my birthday. This one is actually, as you're hearing it, my birthday was yesterday, technically. So, um, yeah. Everyone go wish Charlie a happy birthday on Instagram and on Facebook. That's right. Happy birthdays to me. All of yeah. them. So, so, yeah, this is my horror pick. Yeah, we did Masters of the Universe. And we did. then you have been talking about doing Demon Knight for like well over a year now. Oh, easily. This was this was also on my list when we talked about doing a horror it show. Is. And you know what's funny? Silly me thought this was Bordello of Blood. I have never seen this movie before. You've never seen Demon Knight before? I don't know how, but it's never nope. never came across. It's no wonder you hate Billy Zane so much. You've never had the night of demons to to uh, renew your faith in Billy Zane. This is true, which you know, twenty twenty three was the year that the blood feud with Mister Zane has officially been buried. Good, good. You know, as, as it should have been. It should have never it, happened. As it should but have it, been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still think it should have happened. And now all eyes are locked onto Jai Courtney. Yep. But you know, I thought the whole time this was Bordello of Blood, which I remember not really liking. I always remember that being shown on Comedy Central just because it has that one comedian that I can't stand. Uh, was it Dennis, Dennis Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah Dennis never Miller. thought that guy was funny at all. So, um, yeah, that so, one's not well received, but... Vampires, too, isn't it, if I remember yeah, right? Vampires, yeah. uh, Corey Feldman. Is he? Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, he, wow. plays the, he plays the younger brother of the girl from Under Siege, who is the news... She's running, not the news, but she's running the like um, behind the scenes of the the tent, the church tent or whatever was going on, you know, because they had the like the revival thing with the crosses and the lasers. And apparently you haven't watched that movie in a long time either. Huh? No, no, I, I've had no <laughs> desire to even go back to that one. But I am glad that we uh, we decided to do this one or yeah. that you have forced this one upon me. Call it what you will, man. It's my birthday. I get to pick. So, like Clockwork it, Orange, made my eyes stay open the whole time with that device. I don't think I should have had to force you to watch this. This yeah, it was because of the Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah, but Billy Zane <laughs> has been over, so I can't. St- I got it. You know what? That's the last insult. That's the last jab at him in 2023 all right i'm gonna hold you to that because there's a lot to talk about with billy zane in this movie there there really is cowboy hat wearing billy zane oh god i i love this so well i tell you what man before we jump right into it let's hit the trailer um i love this trailer it's probably one of my favorites so let's uh let's hit this trailer man and for the keen listener 
there's a callback in this trailer for us. I'm curious what this callback is. Universal Pictures is proud to present the motion picture directing debut of one of America's most talented and respected artists. Cut! Cut, 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 cut! Oh, hello, kitties. So glad you could join me. Your pal, the Crypt Keeper, has gone Hollywood in a big way. I'm directing my first feature film. Care for a little shriek preview? For my big screen premiere, I wanted lots of suspense. Special effects. Sex. Violence. The kind of thing you could really sink your teeth into. Rights! Camera! Action! Did you catch it, Nate? Is it William Sadler being in from Die Hard 2? But, yeah. but this movie doesn't have William Sadler butt. Yeah. Unfortunately, there is no yeah, William yeah, there's, Sadler butt. There's a real butt. lack of uh, Sadler butt in this one. There is a lack of Sadler butt, but they do make up for it in this movie with other things. Just uh, badass Sadler and uh, fire demon crotch. <laughs> fire crotch demon. Yeah. A lot of. A lot of innuendos, a lot of not so subtle innuendos. Oh, this is prime real estate for every like fifteen year old boy. Okay, well, that means it's story time oh, with Charlie. Yes, because you're gonna have story time. My my story time's a little little different, so I'm I'm curious what yours is. Well, you just watched it, so how do you even have a story? Have That's... A story time. Let me have my story time. Well, tell you, okay, you tell me your story first, then. Oh, no, I want your story, because, like, my, mine's a downer. <laughs> well, if you want to really let me amp everyone up, and then you down it, or do we uh, let right, you I down guess, it, and I, I bring let, everyone up? Yeah, let me down it. Let me bring the mood down, and then I, you bring the mood up. That's a better play. I do got to start by saying, I do really enjoy this movie. I, would I had a so. blast with it. I would really hope so. Yes. Like, it would have been blasphemy to be upset about an ooey-gooey movie where demons' heads are getting blown off and <laughs> green blood yeah. is going all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was having a really, really bad day when I was trying to uh, watch this, and it was like my only chance to watch it, right? Uh-huh. So I had like a full-on meltdown right before putting it on, where I was just like, wow, this is it. Like, this is really, really bad. I am not doing good. Put the movie on, and man, am I glad that I watched this movie that night because it was just that right moment, that right amount of fun you know um still some sluggish slow parts that i'll talk about later 
But for the most part, I was like, this was awesome. How has this been missing in my life for so long? You know? Yeah. Uh, like just completely. And then like looking up and it's from the guy that, you know, did surviving the game, which is a great, you know, humans hunting humans movie that we will cover eventually in our humans hunting humans uh, theme that we only done. We're going to have a whole month of humans hunting humans. I don't know how many of those there are. I think we talked about it on hard target. Yeah. I think we only came up with like three titles. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some. There's out probably there. more. We'll find. We'll find. We yeah. could, we could find some. But like, this took me back to when I have not watched Tales from the Crypt in forever. Oh my god! You know, like just so long, and it got me thinking too of like how cool would it be if we were to do like another live stream of like we cover like two or three episodes. Of Tales from the Crypt, you know? Oh, I'm I'm totally down, man. You I know, am... just I think it had like seven seasons. Like it had a pretty yeah. long run. But this was like this was the show that scared me as a kid, because you know, the Crypt Keeper. So yeah, I am I am a Tales from the Crypt basically like super fan. I well, like when Tales you think the of the nineties and you think of like those Fangoria magazines, the next thing that you think of is Tales, Tales from, from the, the Crypt. Crypt. You know? Oh, yeah. You're, you're talking so, like, about the heartbeat of horror, man. That was yeah. It. And it's so crazy to know that, like, we live in a world now where, like, there's just no new Tales from the Crypt. It just, it seems bizarre that, like, we don't even have, like, a really, like, go-to horror show that's an anthology. Most of our horror shows now are, like, limited series stuff that's on Netflix, you know? Well, you get that. Or, you know, we, we have, like, Joe Bob who just highlights movies, you know, stuff like that. But you're right. Yeah. We don't have a storytelling show. Like there's nothing for this new generation compared to like what we had in the nineties or before that with twilight zone, you know, I can't, I can't believe shutter hasn't jumped on something. All right. Well, that is true. We do have creep show and I have not really given that a fair shot. That I I haven't started it. I forgot. I watched like one. It didn't really click, but maybe it was just the episode I picked to me. Creep show was the go bots to tales from the crypt transformers you know what i mean which is like, interesting because it came first <laughs> tales from the crypt just worked i think were they they were on hbo they got like grade a actors and actresses to show up as guests on episodes matter of fact william sadler that's in this movie is in the very first tales from the crypt uh episode he is plays he really? Yeah, he plays the Grim Reaper. Go, go figure. He plays oh, death. Of course. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's death in that. Apparently, the man's really good at what he does. You know. Hey, he plays a good Grim Reaper. That's it, man. <laughs> but uh, no, I I have grown up with. So you saying that now actually reminds me that my my history with Tales from the Crypt goes back a little further than my story. Was I remember when HBO would play this and we would get like the free you know the free things of hbo once in a while yeah you get that weekend where you pretty much had to like really you know hone in on what you wanted to watch you had to hone in on it and i i i will never forget this and i wish i could remember the actual episode but i remember everything leading up to it was it was a saturday night i you know it it didn't usually come on till i god i want to say like 11 if not a little bit later i want to say it's like 11 o'clock on hbo so I was already in bed and I remember my dad coming in, waking me up 
mom was already in bed and he's like come on and you know i'm half asleep like oh, what's, what's, what's going on i'm i'm like 14 you know if that maybe 15 you know somewhere and he sits me down on the couch and he turns it on hbo and i watch my first ever episode of tales from the crypt with my dad he woke me up to watch this and i was hooked from there they had a cartoon on saturday mornings they had you know the the kid friendly tales from the crypt stuff i definitely remember the cartoon like it had some really cool animation styles to it oh it was it was a fantastic you know show so fast forward till this came this movie came out on vhs it was a new release it was a Friday night, which is dude night, and mom and Sarah dude were night. dude night. So mom and Sarah was gone. The difference in this one was I had my best friend Josh spending the night with us. So, you know, dad was fine. He's like, whatever, kid eats pizza. We'll go rent movies. So Josh and I go to the new release thing, and we grab Demon Night. Hand it to dad because it is R-rated and horror, you know, but it was Tales from the Crypt. So dad looks at it, looks at the back, and goes, yeah okay we're ecstatic we're excited as two teenage kids could be josh is like two 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 and a half years younger than me so you know i was maybe 15 i forget when did this movie even come out is it 95 so i would have been 16 josh would have been right around 14 so we go back dad makes our pizzas we pop this bad boy in and as you saw in like the first, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds, there's boobs. Yeah, there is. And right dad, out the gate. <laughs> you know, dad was always really fast with the things because he would pre-watch movies. He didn't Not pre-watch this one. This time. So he was kind of like, all right, this has to be just real quick. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, so it did. Josh is glued to the television. We both are, you know, but whatever. Okay. The teenage boys saw boobs. Then we get into the killing and the demons and dad's like, this is awesome. We're, we're all in. And it gets to the uncle Willie at the bar scene with all of the topless girls <laughs> dancing. And you couldn't have pried Josh away from that TV screen with a He's like, I'm going to take this TV behind the bushes. Dad is over there shaking his head. And all <laughs> I hear is you two better not say shit. I don't care. Do don't not tell your tell mom. She cannot know. No, you do not <laughs> tell your mom. First thing Saturday morning, we'll go get breakfast. <laughs> it's it. It's a, yeah, I, it I was, will, <laughs> I'll buy you off with bacon. Basically, I think it was Mortal Kombat action figures. Actually, the GI Joe version ones. Oh, that's uh, even better. Yeah. So we we had a we, it's like Kmart, but we had one called Magic Mart, and we could get them anyway. But yeah, like. To this day, dad remembers this whole thing. He goes, man, that time I let Josh watch boobs dancing all over the TV. He's like 14 years old. Now, this is like, if you're 14, you do find this movie. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Oh yeah. So as soon as you said, you know, the fit, this is, this movie was made for a 15 year old. You're a hundred percent right. And it's this- funny, like you see the interviews with the two main guys that wrote this movie. Like, yeah, cause it was, you know, not meant to be a tales from the crypt movie. It, it was before no. tales from the crypt was even, it was an around. action horror movie. And like, it's just these two nerds that are just, they're us, you know, just two guys that decide they want to write a kick-ass, you know, Western uh, horror movie with demons. Yep. You this know? thing was, they, the first treatment was 1984 for demon Which, night. 
is crazy to me because as I'm watching it, I was definitely getting, I don't know how to say this without it sounding insulting, but like a lesser version than from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, you know? no, 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 you're, it's and, not insulting. You know, but it's, it just, it doesn't have that, uh, Robert Rodriguez, let's put it like that, you know? Right. Nothing against Ernest as a director. It's just there's a certain flair that Robert Rodriguez brings to, you know, his movies. And well, I mean, it, they wanted Dust Till Dawn to be part of the so trilogy. It's in finding out that Dust from, from Dust Till Dawn was supposed to be a part of Tales from the Crypt. Yep. Like, so this fits perfectly in that, like, subgenre, you know, of just, well, like, kick-ass, nerdy, fun yeah. horror movie. From Dust Till Dawn is very much a Tales from the Crypt story. Oh, Tale, it Tales definitely from the Crypt, is. T- for those that maybe don't watch it or haven't watched it in a long time, Tales from the Crypt always had this story of comeuppance. Like, there was a lesson to be learned and had at the end of a movie. Yeah, usually, like someone got it like you know like the, yeah the dickhead got it at the yeah. end you know there's and it's not always happy endings so the dust till dawn that you know the girl survives but her whole family's dead you know george clooney survives but they just went through a ton of shit it's very add a little bit more humor to it which is easily done in that movie i feel which is crazy to me because from dust till dawn was 96 so yeah. both these movies were right there, you know. They they were uh Tarantino wanted too much money. They were actually in yeah. talks. Um and for those that also don't know, there was a planned trilogy. Bordello of Blood was not part of that planned trilogy. Um there was supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt movie that went down to New Orleans. It was uh I can't remember the name of it. There's actually a a, a quick not a trailer but a stinger for it at the end of Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. If you oh, watch there. if you watch all the way through the trailer, Cryptkeeper comes back on and he talks to you about the next movie that never happens. So that's why oh, that's nice. another good reason why it's not wise to do that till you already know production has started. Yeah, definitely. Because that movie never happened and then I only learned like a few years ago that there is a third Tales from the Crypt movie but it's not really billed as that. And it's called ritual. It, um, it looks pretty bad. It I does. Mean. And I've never <laughs> watched it. Even it has, um, Oh, uh, the guy that played it. I cannot think of his name. Um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. It has Tim Curry in it. Um, but they said that when they added the, uh, Crypt Keeper, they did it with such low quality. It looks like you took VHS copies, like a copy of a copy and spliced it into the beginning and the end of ritual. Ooh, and I was like, well, that kind of, that's kind of sucks. Bummer. That's a huge bummer. I mean, yeah. One of the things that blew me away too with this, it's like obviously you get William Sadler and Billy Zane. Billy Zane steals the show. There's an This is this is the no Billy Zane movie, it. dude. Period. Uh, but then you also have Thomas Hayden Church in a very early role. I love that dude, man. Which is amazing to me. Like Lloyd from play. Wings, dude. I've known yeah. him since Wings, man, and I've been a fan of him forever like i mean i love him as sandman you know in the sam raimi spider-man to my to this day if you don't if you hate spider-man 3 i don't care you still need to watch it because of thomas hayden Church. he's the best part of spider-man 3 the same him playing the sandman was There's perfection so much like heartbreaking stuff with him in that movie. i was so happy they brought him in for the homecoming and movie. even uh jada pinkett smith like 
even though as a person I think she's garbage. Yeah. But she's pretty awesome in this movie. She is awesome in this movie. She's definitely not what you expect. This cast is stacked, dude. Like yeah. the, the Dick Miller's in this movie. Yeah, exactly. That is like horror royalty in this movie. And I mean, I, I adore it. And also seem to be ahead. just delighted that they got to work with Dick Miller. Well, they all most of those guys grew up watching Dick Miller in things. Yeah. You know, so and you know, you know you're in in for maybe even a cult kind of movie if you're casting a movie with Dick Miller. Because what? Most of his movies have turned into like a cult following. Oh, yeah, definitely. Without uh, a doubt. There is another tie-in to our show in in an actress in this movie. And it's also funny because I about fell out of my chair when I watched The Making of, which I don't know if you caught. So there, the, play, the lady that plays Cordelia, uh, Brenda Bach, B-A-K-K-E. Yeah. I don't know how you say your last name. I don't know how you pronounce that last name. Anyway, she's in Under Siege 2. She is one of the uh, people that's controlling the satellite at the beginning that gets on the train with okay, the other guy. Very long time since yeah. I've watched Under Siege she, 2. She, she and the other dude are canoodling and shouldn't be canoodling. They're like the whole target to get the passcode to the oh, satellite. Oh, crap. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah. I don't so, know why that was the one that made me go ding, ding, ding. But you know what? It's I'm probably because I was a little kid when I watched it. went, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was watching the movie going, oh, shit, that's right. I know her. I know where she's from. So I got done watching the movie and I was like, I got time. I just went ahead and started watching the making of. Did you see what they named the making of Demon Knight? I did. And now I'm drawing a blank on it. I cannot it, remember <laughs> for the life of me. Under Siege. That's what they called Under it. Siege. Yeah. They called the making of Demon Knight. Under siege, which so I already I had that, that in my head. Across, I was like, <laughs> I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> no, it's totally out of nowhere. I was like, I don't understand the the concept. You know why they they called it under siege? Like they had some issues like filming, but not to what I would call under siege. But I had her in my brain freshly talking about under siege Two to myself <laughs> and then under siege pops up and i'm like holy shit steven seagal's gonna make an appearance hey guys i took <laughs> out so many demons you hey should have their eyes yeah, i'm the only one that can actually fight demons that's right i am a demon slayer i am a disciple of christ Bill, billy zane's got nothing on me guys william sadler he would have never even took down that plane in die hard too absolutely no chance i would i would have just took him out in like one or two moves i it would have been it would have been my butt in die hard 2 that you would have been staring at yeah not i would have put my hand on his wrist and elbow and i would have flipped him end of movie real credits <laughs> but i don't know it was just funny seeing that man i was like this is so wild and i have one more for you and it's this isn't a uh throwback but i don't think you know this and i didn't know this till yesterday as of recording this, January 12th, the movie came out January 13th. So I did find that out. And thought did I was you like, find well, that I'll out? Be damn, we should record this tomorrow. And the day it released was a Friday the 13th. They did it on purpose. Yeah, that way they could capitalize on the spooky thing. Yep. So, and tomorrow, as of us recording, is Friday the 13th on January. I was like, this is... Sadly, I don't we did not plan this a Friday the 13th movie this year like we did last year, <laughs> uh, mainly because we didn't know it was Friday the 13th till like Monday. 
Yeah, I sent Nate a message going. Not uh, like I, I don't really look at calendars ever. I was like, oh shit, yeah, huh? There is <laughs> there is one in October, and I have that wrote down. So yes, we have we'll that tr- written down. Something we're gonna try to do something, maybe a live stream or something on. We that. could always do Saturday the fourteenth. We could, mm-hmm. but but we won't. We <laughs> so. won't because it just now hit me that it would be Saturday the fourteenth, as it you know escaped my mouth. Yeah, so no, I I, just, I thought it was kind of funny because it always seems like we we pick these movies out of the ether. We don't like go through going. Oh, this oh got what? picked like two months ago. Yeah, so and then you start doing research and you're like, holy shit, man! Like, really, we're like on the pulse of things sometimes, or we're just extremely lucky. I don't know which. It's just something but, in the wind of the universe and how it blows. It is, but anyway, that was that's my backstory to Demon Knight. I am jealous you got to see it that way. Like I got to see it as a thirty-four-year-old man wishing he was still fourteen right now. Like God, yeah. it was so much fun. Just instantly when the movies start out with a car chase and Billy Zane's wearing the cowboy hat and they're in the desert, I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah, like, isn't it uh, Nine Inch Nails playing? Uh, was it Nine Inch Nails or Butthole Surfers? I don't remember. I can't remember. That's a very but good question. It, it's got a badass uh Yeah, soundtrack. it's just one of those things where it's just like, all right, cool. This like sets the stage for what the movie's going to become, you know? Oh, I, I adore it. The fact that we get like a six shooter, a shotgun, uh blood in a vial that keeps demons away. Yeah, I like the buildup of they don't like info dump you in this movie they slowly fill you in on like the backstory and i like it you know because that means you're just along for the ride you're like what is going on what is what is this stuff he's pouring out to make these barriers on the doorways you don't know who the demon knight technically is you know right like is it supposed to be billy zane or is it supposed to be william sadler like what is billy zane's in game here and what is Billy Zane's name? I mean, yeah. I, you never find out his name till like the, the credits roll. Yeah, he's the you collector. Know? But uh, it, it's just one of those that this movie. So before we jump into Demon Knight, I, we can't not talk about the cold open that basically I feel like I could do an episode on by itself is the Crypt Keeper directing a movie. Oh, my God. Him having the, the director's chair and, and like the stop animation of finally seeing him like walk so that's not animation that's a dude walk was it really so that was they they got a really skinny short guy dressed as the director crypt keeper but he had a green mask on and they overlaid crypt keeper's face so that's why the him. face because like right at the neckline you could tell it's like something looks weird it was like here. floating yeah, yeah. But so, it's also like, what's well, 95, so I'm not going to judge it. It's whatever. But this is the first time we see the Crypt Keeper walk for those of us that watched Tales from the Crypt. He's always the sitting. Yep. He's always behind something. Very, you know, he's a he's a puppet. Yeah. You know, but we always see him from a sitting position or something in front of him. So when he jumps up and runs, it's at, honestly, that's kind of shocking the first time you watch this. Yeah. Where you're just like, I, that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> just how creepy he is. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, he's a crypt keeper. I mean, it's, and I love this, this opening of, you, you're not, you, it, it starts like a Tales from the Crypt episode, you know, 
girl has killed her husband talking to the guy. This is the very comeuppance kind of thing you get. Oh yeah, definitely. And then the reveal that it's John Larquette, which when I was that age, I was watching night court and stuff with my parents. I knew who John Larquette was. And now I watch it again and Crypt Keeper yelling at him going, you'll never work in this town again. Not even a bit part. And I was like, Oh, that was actually a bigger burn than I realized as a kid <laughs> because John Larquette really is like one of those bit actors. You know, that's where he shows up. A I little say bit he just has there. one of those faces where you're like, Oh, that guy. You know? Yeah. He is. Oh, that guy. He's like the, the prick in a lot of shows yeah. or so uh, watching it again last night, I was just reminded of how much I enjoy just the little, the little comedy to this thing, man. And I love this cold open. It's, oh, it's, it's so great. great. <laughs> yeah i mean you were doing a tales from the crypt show, you know movie so we have to talk about that but now we can talk about demon knight i just had to get i had to drop john lorquette's name that's all no, you're, that's, you're that's absolutely stuff. right i mean <laughs> i love that this movie is set in a singular location because it really love puts it. it to where it's you know what's supposed to be one person against an, an entire are they at like a hotel that's the only thing i didn't understand like what was it supposed to be they were at so they are at a hotel, but it was an old missionary converted into a hotel. So basically like a church. Um, so because that's what I got out of it. I was like, this looks more like a church than anything else. But yes, maybe so they it, said something and it was one of the parts where I just wasn't fully paying attention. Well, really it literally cool. shows the outside of the building and in a neon sign, it says missionary hotel. I was not looking at <laughs> <laughs> or motel. It might say motel. Dave I forget. wasn't having the best time. So if there was moments okay. he was looking at his phone. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This was definitely one we should have. We sh- if Pete hadn't have been so wiped out, we should have all watched Demon Knight together for sure. Yeah, this would have been a definitely a, a real fun one to all. You, you guys would have been like laughing how much charlie really gets into this movie i <laughs> jackie was so tired she couldn't stay up so i'm watching it by myself and i'm still like super animated watching this movie <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites man like I've, i know i've said like christine is my favorite horror movie demon knight's like number two or at least top five i have so much fun with this movie man it and it a lot of a nostalgia is attached to it but it's still a damn good movie. No, no, because like once it gets rolling, it really does keep like upping the ante. Because once we have you know Billy Zane and William Sadler get into a this car chase and they crash into one another, which is amazing. And like, then the cops get wow. called onto the scene, and Billy Zane just appears, and just him like, well, I wear a seatbelt. Airbags, gotta yeah, that's love what it was. Them. It was airbags, gotta love them, and just those guys. Like, oh, well, all right, well, come with us. And yeah. then him. Did you see the other guy? That... Are you telling me another guy walked away from this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just so <laughs> wild. To get the whole confrontation at the uh, hotel, only mm. to have Billy Zane turn a cop into a meat puppet. That happens so fast. It is like blink of an eye, and his fist is through the sheriff's face face all the way through and then, and then shakes him using around his like a arm yeah like his arm is still attached to the face yeah no he, he like uses him as a bullet shield you know like a body shield yeah he's a bullet sponge and then 
punches William Sadler while the sheriff's still attached, rips the head off, and throws it at the deputy to knock the gun out of his hand. And you're just like, this all happens in like 15, not even 15 seconds. And like now we fully understand what exactly Billy Zane is. And now it's just like, all right, let the carnage ensue. Dude, the birth of the demons outside. Like, oh my God. Peter Jackson watched Demon Night when he came up with how to film the Urukai being born <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. T- tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that Peter Jackson didn't go, you know, it'd be cool, guys. You ever see a little movie called Demon Night? He goes, I used to do some horror movies back in my day. And uh, what if we had him come up out of the bubbles of Earth? That'd be pretty badass. It's <laughs> It's like really gross, Peter Jackson. No, no, not as not as gross as what they did, but it'll yeah, be, no, no, it'll be up be there. As gross, but I mean, yeah, definitely. Like we'll have mud. Yeah. Oh, dude, this whole this whole de- the birth of the demons after like we don't drop the f bomb, otherwise I would have grabbed Billy Zane's uh, rant, which is iconic. Here, don't go, dang it, don't you know? Just this whole. <laughs> I've had enough of this cowboy stick. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. And, you know, then he just cuts his hand open and throws the green goo everywhere. And- oh, it's even the, the, the prosthetics of the hand opening up. You know, we get to see it being stretched yeah. as he's cutting it. And then, yeah, all that green goo being tossed around and these demons and- being birthed from the earth. It's like handfuls. It's like globs of yeah. greens. I mean, it's so gross. But it's awesome, man. And then, like, and, all the demons are prosthetics. Like, I mean, there's there's no early they're 90s suit, they're, CG. Yeah, they're suit actors. They're suit actors. And the way their legs look and like they even have like tails, you know, they had animatronic tails that were on servos and they moved. And then they were on like uh, these high. They weren't quite high heels. I guess they kind of called them like one foot stilts. But they wore them like ballet dancers wear ballet shoes. So they look like hooves. Like they yeah. totally look like something you're not and used to see. It's seeing. even more impressive because there's a shot later on where you see them actually walking upstairs. And it's like, there's no oh, way that was easy. No. Absolutely I, no way. And it, it's like not even a scene where like they're being prominent. They're in the background walking up the stairs. You know, like Billy Zane's the one in focus. So it's like they didn't have to do that at no. all, but they still added that little depth to what these characters can pull off that was one of my one of my things that i i completely agreed i think it was the girl that played cordelia she was talking about how how detailed these demons were that even the movie doesn't hold a candle to what they actually look like you know what you see on screen is not even close to how beautiful and how well done these demons were and i mean they they got like nose rings and earrings and ponytails and like all this kind of just extra shit on them. And I, I, every time I watch this now, I just stare at them because I've seen the movie. I don't need to really watch what's going on. I try to find things I've never seen before. And just watching those demons and how they perform and act in the background, like you said, they're not in focus, but you're just trying to follow and track them. And my favorite little bits are like, when they would drop that, like drop down above the door frame and it's just the head. So, you know, it's like a, a, you know, a hand puppet or it would pop around the corner and it was just, ah, you know, I, it tickles me every time I see those scenes, and man. What I blows love my them. mind is there was a moment where demons weren't even going to be in the movie. 
that you know, I don't. Like, can you imagine is, making a movie called Demon Knight and be like, nah, no demons. Nah, I, we don't need that. I don't. I don't understand studio thought sometimes. There's, so that was also talked about. So Nate and I both watched the behind the scenes. So I was like, yeah, that's stupid. But then I did remember a movie that I absolutely love and I want to cover on the show, which is Legion with Paul Bettany. Oh, as... I hated Legion. What? Yeah, I really dislike Legion. I adore that movie. I thought that... Priest was a way better movie. No. I like Priest, but Legion is amazing. Oh, God. Are we going to have to cover Legion? Yes, we are. I've only seen it once, but I remember just being like, what the hell just happened? Like, that's, oh, God, we're going to have to cover Legion. Like, I'm realizing this because I'm going to have to revisit it just to see if I gave it a proper chance. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. You better not start a blood feud with Paul Bettany, though. Uh, I would, I would never. I would never do such I a thing. I love Paul Bettany. We dude. all love Paul Bettany. Now, Dennis Quaid, on the other hand, you son of a bitch, I might be coming for you in 2024. I don't know yet. But anyway, what I was thinking of was I did remember that the possession of the demons, which you find are, are angels, actually, were the people, but they did the dark eyes, which is what they talked about doing in Demon Night. And I'm just like, I see what they're trying to do, but I also look at it as they were really just trying to save money when they talked about that. Um, but there's no way Demon Knight would have ever held up as long as it has had they gone that route. It wouldn't have even felt like Tales from the Crypt at that point. I'll know. I, pro- you know? I honestly, I probably would have been one of the people that would have been like, "Pull it! We're not going to put Tales from the Crypt's name on this." Yeah, you know, uh, if I mean, you're going to do that movie, just release it some, you know, some well standalone. Yeah, um, because from what I understand, like the producers of Tales from the Crypt had a lot of say in how it went. Like they adjusted the script to make it more fitting. They fired the two script writers. You did see that part. Right? Yes. Which cracks me up. <laughs> they and still I, I they're love, still in the documentary. Still in the documentary. They got fired. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith's, you know, stubborn ass is too good to be in the documentary. This is probably beneath her now. She was almost too good for the movie. You heard how they? she was like, she did. She had that short blonde hair, which is iconic now in the movie. That's not how they hired her. So it was like, uh, we're going to have to like either color your hair or put a wig on you. She's like, no, you're not. Which I like, admire. I'm like, that's awesome. She made the right call. I, um, I Ultimately. But, but to find out that like after every time that uh, a scene was over with her in it, she would just like walk off and not interact with anyone it's like uh you're as worse yeah. as i think you are like <laughs> yeah thankfully it doesn't come across in the, in the oh, no, at all no. so i'm happy about that but i do have another funny story <laughs> go for it i no, didn't know great. cch pounder was a real person really no all right because of me being a big always sunny in philadelphia fan there mm-hmm. is an episode where dennis does a cch pounder impression I thought he was just doing, you know, a, a bit, a character. And then, like, I'm seeing that name on the screen. I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? And I start, like, digging around the Internet. I'm like, oh, my God, that's that Dennis Reynolds bit. And then uh, he does. I mean, he nails a CCH pounder. He really does. I kind of want, like, an overlay of him being CCH pounder in Demon Knight just to see if it works. See, that would be funny. That That would be. They had to put her in a fat suit because of the arm gag, which yeah. I thought was kind of wild. Because she doesn't look 
anything like she does in this no, movie. No, they, they had to purposely make her like look older, and she's fantastic in this movie. Like She's so awesome. I, I love her to death in this, man. Yeah, I apparently mean, she's it. been in other stuff I've seen. I just never realized it. She uh, she plays like smaller bit roles and stuff like that. Like I think she was in Avatar. Uh, she was in RoboCop 3. I do remember that. Yeah, that, I definitely un- don't. Unfortunately, I remember RoboCop 3. That's Man, that the- sucks that you got to remember RoboCop 3. And I never watched The Shield. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know? Well, well we all like Michael. Was it Michael Chiklis? That's the guy that's in there, right? Yeah, fake uh, fake Bruce Willis. Fake Die Hard. <laughs> fake Die Hard. <laughs> I mean, you can't mean. tell me you've never looked at Michael Chiklis and went, that guy's just trying to be Die Hard. I... I... I look at him now and I go, well, it's just a thing. That's, that's, I can't look at him any other I way look now. At him and just look at a guy that thinks he's John McClane. <laughs> he's been grim to me, dude. That's, that's how it'll always be. But yeah, I mean, so go back. I know we're, we're everywhere right now, <laughs> but that, how it, how this movie just steps on the gas pedal for when me. The demon siege happens and he's got that vial of blood. And starts pouring it out, and you you know you do get ninety CG, which I absolutely adore. With this, it works. It's creating a barricade, and the way that these demons go through, and the one that like pushes through completely, it <laughs> splatters. Oh, it I love a good splatter. It explodes. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I I God, man, it's just watching it, these things of like how 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 do we explain the rules without telling you the that's rules? That's what I like about it. It's like. It, <laughs> It starts to establish rules, you know, yeah. but not ham feeding it to you. And then, like, it um tells you, like, William Sadler lets you know, you got to shoot him in the eyes. It's a demon thing, you know? Right, because they shoot him in the head the first time, and you're like, whoa, they're not zombies. So normally, as horror movie watchers, we're like, okay, do you shoot him in the head? How, how do you kill a demon? Well, we need crucifixes. We need something. No, you shoot him in the eyes. And then they explode with lightning that is just as deadly. So you got to try to not get hit by the lightning when their head explodes. Yeah, and when we get like the shotgun blast to one demon's head and like its eyes literally fall to the ground, it's like, oh, now you have to shoot those. Like, it's just more goo. I, God, I love the practical effects in this movie, man. I, I am telling you, the practical effects is they will live forever because of how well they're done in this, the, the Cordelia character. And then the other, what was the kid's name? Like I Danny, say Bob, <laughs> I think, no, he wasn't as annoying as Bob. I think it's Danny. I was in the demon's house <laughs> and they started to attack me. Hey, Anne, I think you got to shoot them in the eyes. Danny definitely wasn't that annoying in this Bob voice really like destroys the throat <laughs> yeah so don't do it again uh, but, um but where they did like the actual like disfigurement of their faces almost like a, a very thing John Carpenter kind of esque look to the oh. demons you know like with the draw the jaws the dis- yeah I was gonna say it's off. the uh over exaggerated uh facial features yeah you know, like they're it, it not melting, gray. but they go out and then the Cordelia creature turns to run because it has the ring and the shotgun blast that knocks her eyes out and they fall on the ground. I just it, it that's probably one of my favorite demon kills in this movie. And then they shoot the eyes and it explodes. Well, even she gets like a meat puppet, you know, like, yeah, that you get a lot of body body carnage in this movie. And then like 
CCH Pounder's arm getting completely torn off in the way that it's torn off. Like, yeah, it's like broken and then ripped off yeah, of her body. Like it's, it's so brutal. <laughs> and it, it, it it's you you think okay, they punch through a dude's head. That's that's the level we're at. And I feel like this movie just keeps going and going and going with the level of carnage that they're willing to wage on everyone in this movie. Uh, you know, like Dick Miller's head gets cut off, which is amazing. And then, honestly, the animatronic Dick Miller head looked pretty damn good. No, it, it looked know. awesome. I, I mean, yeah. this was done by the uh, Todd Masters like FX studio. Yeah. And like, you know, they if you look them up, they've they've done quite a bit in the world of, you know, horror and movies. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I love that. Well, dude, I think it's about that time because we've gushed about sci-fi and everything. I've kind of talked about the movie, but I think it's time we go ahead and hit our commercial break. What do you think? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. Let's do it. Play the trailers. Go away, Bob. I'll, yeah. don't, make, don't make me get Steven Seagal. <laughs> we'll be Bob back. versus Steven Seagal. messages. <laughs> Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Kitties, I'm afraid our designer hanger offer has expired. Would somebody please get Mr. De La Renta out of here? Next up on the Home Chopping Network, it's time for the Crypt Keeper's Fashion Boutique. Today we're featuring my full line of Apre V death care products. We've got everything from face scream to mascara. Try some. It's the best thing you can do for demise. <laughs> we come now to one of my favorite items. The amazing Crypt Keeper slash It's more than just a knife. It peels, it cuts, makes fabulous French fries. It slices, it dices, it... Ooh. Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week, we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... What would you say to them at the funeral? We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right ass cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> Welcome back. Of course, I had to put some Crypt Keeper commercials it on there, man. It just makes sense to have him there, you know? 
Well, when I started Googling stuff like, you know, Tales from the Crypt, because what I was trying to find was the cartoon commercial, but all it was was like, we'll be right back with Crypt, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was like, that's not cool. And then I found Crypt Keeper Home Shopping Network. And I was like, yep, sold. It it sucks, too, because in a world of streaming, like, um, I don't think uh, Tales from the Crypt is streaming anywhere at the moment. Not even on Tubi. No, it's not. I think. And it's like, that was an HBO production. But because of HBO and is it Discovery? Is that the other one or whoever the hell else? Warner Brothers. That's what Warner it is. Brothers. Warner that Brothers. whole bullshit that they're got going on right now. It's like who knows when it could become available. There's probably licensing issues out the ass at the moment. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think you can find most of the episodes like on YouTube and stuff like that. Or and I think you can get the DVD still. Um, but yeah, it's. It's one of those I I wish I still had. I wish I had them. You know, I wish I'd have dropped the money and bought them. Uh, Cross my fingers, HBO figures it out, get some streaming. Obviously, you and I are big components of like physical media, but it's one of those like convenience does rule sometimes. We've said it many times. If it's streaming, I don't go to my collection and grab it to watch. I yeah, will push like, the button. It's just one of those like, all right, cool. <laughs> the collection is so that. I own it. You know what I mean? Like, even if I buy a digital copy, that's still on a server that someone is putting out there. So do I really own it? It's a matter of time before they go, I'm going to yank that off the server. Right. And And that's the like part of it all. Yeah, that that's the uncertainty of it. So I'll keep buying my DVDs and my Blu-rays and stuff like that. So. I also too like obviously I know I can go to the internet and just buy it, but like I like the thrill of the hunt of finding stuff out in the wild. I always have. Like it's just it makes stuff fun. If not, I just wouldn't leave my house. Well, I live in BFE. I, that hunt would take me a month to go find one thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to put on your commando makeup. I. Uh... That that usually gets the law called. That, that's I'm when Jackie's that. like, "What are you doing? I'm going to go find season three of Tales of the, from the Crypt." Tales from the Crypt season three has eluded me for long enough. <laughs> I must make my trek, woman. Pack thine sandwich for me, you know, and stuff like that. And I go hunt season three. Child, if I yeah. don't come back, you will inherit Tales from the Crypt season <laughs> one and two. That's right. Don't let the chase of season three destroy you like it has me, son. Don't let it tear you apart. When you become of age, you must avenge me in the hunt for season three of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> nah, but I mean, the the story's pretty simple in this movie. It's a protector of the final key to basically unlock the gates of hell that's what's so give or take annoying that we get bordella of blood next because like the lore to this movie (laughs) there's a lot here you could have went a prequel route you could have you know like there was some cool stuff here of like this vial containing jesus's blood and that these uh demon knights have to then protect from actual demons like yeah it's yeah. a cool concept, you know? It, we're comic book readers. This is exactly what we read. This is what we get, like, stupid for. Yeah, because Tales from the Crypt was a comic, you know, yeah. so it fits. I, I don't want to burst your bubble because I do agree with you, but Tales from the Crypt is always and forever will be an anthology, which means 
once one story is done, another story starts. And that is true. And I think yeah. the original plan was each three would have a separate. Yeah, they were not supposed to. Story. They were not supposed to tie to each other at all. It's the uh, the only connecting thread ever is the Crypt Keeper telling stories, yeah. which is why basically everyone starts with him opening up the comic and this is Demon Knight, you know, and that's yeah. how it starts. Um, Danny's even reading uh, Tales from the Crypt comics in the attic when they find him later. Which, in the movie. You, did you notice how much like Cellar Dweller that was starting to pull off? Oh, a ton. You know, as stuff was happening in the comic, it's happening in real life. I was like, ah, I, I see you. I, I adored that, man. Like, uh, honestly, Cellar Dweller totally could have been like an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, you know? without a doubt. And that's yeah. one of the fun games of like when you're watching something like this or, you know, watching something of similar vein going, oh, that could have been a Tales from the Crypt episode. Oh, I kind of see what you did. There, I think you know? we even said that. I can't remember. And it really sounds like something like. Cellar Dweller truly should have been an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. I mean, I, I really believe it. You know, it, there's so many, like, of these stories that they've done, but to, we, we got it in a movie form, which is what I, well, I was, A, I was super excited, even at, you know, 15, 16 years old, of going, oh, man, we're getting, because it was on HBO. It had boobs. It had bloody deaths. It had everything that we usually only get in movie form. But then we're like, oh, we're getting a feature length Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, instead of us getting, you know, what, 45 minutes to an hour, we're now yeah. getting a full movie length. And like this movie delivers on boobs, eye gougings, decapitations, green blood, Billy Zane with a sponge in his mouth. I, I love, and I love that that was his idea. Yeah. Like, I, nope, nope. Can't ignite the blood feud. Can't ignite it. <laughs> why would you that was brilliant i don't know why you would ignite the blood feud you're not expecting it when it happens no it's you're just, not it's one of those things when it happens it's so ridiculous but it works it works with the tone of what oh, he's no, it, doing. it definitely does <laughs> his whole his whole interaction with roach with thomas hayden church is quite possibly oh, my favorite it's interaction so in the entire movie you know this whole thing of you know, uh, you know, want to make a deal, you know, he's very, you know, he's very what you expect, like the deal, uh, deal with the devil kind he's of feeling, would be. you know, you really do believe that he is on your side. And then with the, the reveal of like, yeah, I lied. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, can you make sure you kill Breaker first? I hate that guy. He's like, no, no problem, Mr. He keeps calling him like Mr. Roach, which yeah. is even better. <laughs> you know, it's like hey, you guys are doing a great job. He goes. I really don't care about this end of the world and apocalypse stuff. I got hemorrhoids. Like what kind yeah, of what? line like, is that? that? Is... <laughs> but I love it. I love it. And he gets all the way down the steps. And then, yeah, it's the, Oh, Hey, by the way, I lied. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Matter of factly, those demons, they tear them apart. Like you would see in a zombie movie. You just have like the blood spray. Oh, that was a Romero kill right there. Yeah, man. When they tear Roach apart and, Billy Zane starts like humming and singing as he goes up the steps and then starts peeking around the corners. Look, hello, where is everyone? Where is, uh, where is everybody? You know, just this, his character is so, I, I don't know what the right word is. Like there's moments he's suave. There's moments he's manic. There's moments where he is the absolute comedy relief of this movie. Oh, no, he's uh, William Sadler is 
a hard ass, a badass in this movie. He's the straight man. He is. Yeah. He, you like, know, he, he's more tortured those... than anyone in this movie. You know, oh, because for sure. Being a you find war. out he's like, I think the math worked out to be like in his 80s, if not maybe knocking on 90s. Yeah. Something like that. Because, yeah. Mean, from 95. Yeah. World War One. Um, but that's one of the, I guess, issues I have with the movie is we don't get that final fight between Billy Zane and William Sadler. It's done through, uh, Danny being possessed and that, that possession is great. You know, like we talked about with the tongue and everything. Yeah. It's just like, God, if I could have gotten one more like fisticuff between those two. But I think that was the whole point is. So from what I what I get from the movie is William Sadler was drawn there. He even mentions it. He does say, I thought we'd be safe because there wasn't seven of us, but then everyone shows up. But later on, he's like, I, I was meant to be here. So it's kind of like this thing of finding the next demon knight. Yeah, um, no, like, uh, like the, the passing of the torch. Exactly. The passing of the blood. Because there was there was something else I was reading where they were like, well, um, I can't think of her name, but, you know, C.H., where she had her arm ripped off. And the other deputy, had they survived, been the survivor, that technically would make them the demon knight. But I'm like, no, I think it's deeper than that. I think it was always going to be, um, what was her name in this? Jerilyn? Jerilyn. Geraldine, I was like, I, I'm terrible at pronouncing names, so I knew it was weird and unique. So I, so Geraldine was always it because that's the moment when he dips the blood aid on her to see if she's possessed because that was she uh, resisted the deal with uh, the collector, which also Ch did and the deputy we assume did because they're still alive, but she takes the blood off of her hand and puts it on the windowsill. And it does the seal. So I take that as a a sign that she was the demon knight. Like, this is going to have to be the passing of the torch. And William Sadler knows it. Because yeah, ex- the blood the blood's empty in the key. He's like, we only have enough blood for one more opening. And there's only one way to refill the vial. And that's what protects the vial from the demons, is the blood inside. They can't actually touch the key. Um, that's why they're carrying around the box. So that's, that's how I've always interpreted it. Oh, no, definitely. He, I mean, even, uh, Sadler's character makes a comment when they're like, oh, this has got the blood of Christ in it. He's like, well, it, it, it did. I mean, it's still kind of in there, but it's been passed along so much over the years. What counts is having just that little bit in there and keeping it, it filled. It never bothered me that he was, he didn't get the final fight because I believe, every new demon knight they don't get the final fight the final fight is them dying and passing it on to the person that will destroy that particular collector this is a thing that's going to go on for perpetuity you know new demon knight new collector new demon knight new collector back and forth and like because she seals the window then we get danny pushed through that window and that amazing another demon exploding that you was know. even better than the, yeah. the, the normal demon going through. <laughs> and again, fantastic makeup effects on everyone that does the possessions and stuff like that. And, you know, it leads to our final confrontation between uh, her and Billy Zane. 
Mm -hmm. And just the fact that she covers herself in blood and the way that he handles it is brutal. Like, like, yeah. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) It's violent. Um, A, you're already like, what is happening? Like she's covered in blood as the viewer. You're like, Oh, head to toe in blood. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I see what she Which did. Is brilliant, because it's like, I, oh, now you're untouchable. I thought it was smart. It was a smart play. And she goes downstairs, and I think it just shows the cunning of the collector where Billy Zane has the shower curtain, wraps her up in it, and then washes her on top her of the, the tub. Dead, on top of the dead body of the sheriff. Yeah. And then like, just like they call back. I love turning it. that water on and then like just washing her washing her although i have to say what's in that water because it took those blood stains out of her underwear immediately. it took out the shirt everything like it was it was really they were back to water. white it yeah. was it was <laughs> i don't know if that town's water is blessed or you know what they got in there but that her clothes were white and that was that was that was quite 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 impressive they should have at least been a little bit pink all right with a how much bit. blood was on her but but she she while gets that's that, going on, she gets that final swig of the blood, you know? Yeah. Blood in your mouth, man. Think about that. And she has to hold on to it for like five minutes because like he drags her ass down the stairs while in that shower curtain. You see her head go boop, boop, yeah, boop. You know, I I, wa- I watched it again last night really close. Like I backed it up and I'm like, did they get like a really good mannequin dummy and do that? Because it looks like to her. Up. And it they're solid thuds on the stairs. Just the conversation he's, that he's you know having aloud to himself, you know, like mm-hmm. oh my god, Billy Zane's so cool. In he this. carries this movie, man. <laughs> he he is when he's on screen. It doesn't matter who else is on there with him or no one. He commands this movie. You know, he's he's wooing her. He's trying to. You know, he's like, you know, I'm sure you're kind of worried that you're going to look ugly like everyone else has. Apparently, you know how that goes, you know, but it'll be okay. We'll make it. We can make it work. We can make it work. You know, he never like says that I can make you beautiful forever. He just he's always got like this underlying, like almost like backhanded plan. You know, he'll tell you one thing, but give you another, you know, that whole thing about the devil and Satan and demons and all this other stuff, you know, they'll promise you one thing, but give you another. And this whole time he's talking to her, you're still thinking that like, yeah, there's, that's not going to happen. You know, we're talking about the destruction of humankind. If you give him that. Oh, I was convinced. I was like, well, this is tales from the crypt. He wins. Like that shower curtain move was a power move. Yeah. And, uh, no, (laughs) there's no way if it was me, I would have accidentally swallowed the blood and then I would start gagging. (laughs) Uh, it would have really went downhill badly. <laughs> Billy Zane would have been like, did you bite your tongue? What's wrong with you? Why are you bleeding so much? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you Nate's, seriously try to swallow the blood? Nate's oh, come gar- on. Gargling. Nate actually suffocates himself on blood yeah. before <laughs> Billy Zane gets to kill him. Billy Zane's like, ah, oh, now I got to bring be- him back to life just to kill him the way I wanted to. Before Billy Zane marries me, because I think that was also his other intention. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he was like trying to woo her, but it was just, he never like would come out and say like, I'll keep you beautiful forever or shit like that. You know, it was just very underhanded way. He would say things to her. And then, you know, fire Dick demon comes flying out. Oh my God. Fire Dick demon. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally unexpected. And then, you know, she spits the blood in his face and, 
This is a great practical gooey, effect. Gooey, gooey, melting Billy Zane. Like literally face melting and then bursts into flames. And then uh, End of Days shows up at the end of this movie. Uh, the- yes, you're not wrong. <laughs> I know this predates it, but damn it, if that's not almost identical that's to the days. End of Days devil <laughs> at the end of Arnold's movie, which I was like, oh, okay, someone's everyone's watching their own movies. I appreciate this. I, I'm there for it. Uh, but to find out that that almost didn't make it into the movie, like he almost was just a floating head, which would like, have been so weird. It would, it would, yeah, you would have had this amazing movie with a shit ending and it would have killed it. What do you remember from movies? The ending, and no matter how yeah. good the movie is, if the ending's good, you're go, you're golden and a floating head flame, Billy Zane. No, no, no not at I'm all. Not, not, not what you do. I like exploding devil demon that she would not have survived that explosion. (laughs) That entire hotel blows up and she's fine. I got to go get more blood out of breaker. When we do have the outside uh, shot, it is like a really cool miniature. You know, you just have that appreciation of like, yep, a miniature just got blown up. Cool. Yep. Cool blue flames. You know, they try to do the extra colors in it and everything. And, you know, she goes and reloads blood up on, you know, from Breaker and puts it in the key, man. You know, she's on her journey now. And we get the, uh, to me, I don't know if I would have had the thought to protect the bus entry. You know what I mean? Like, I would have figured that that collector was done. You would have thought like, well, we did it. Yeah. Well, you know, handshakes all around everyone we're good we got this good job everyone got on the bus and left and then some then dude demons attack the bus you go right ah i should have maybe okay that's on me yeah that's my bad also like how much blood is just enough to cover an opening because just there's a, a couple there's a couple times he pours quite a bit on a small opening i feel like for the most part you just need just a little not that's much. what i was thinking i'd be like i'd really be measuring that stuff out like i'd have a little like dropper with me and i'd be like no this takes a very precise amount of blood we don't want to waste it it's the blood of christ you know and i'd be like administering it very sparingly because that's all that's keeping the demons away from it <laughs> that, that is all the little tattoo of stars when it comes all the way around your hand you better have you know it's like a video game you got to re-up that life i'd be digging breaker up yeah hey man you got a little bit more blood i, I need, need a little to, bit more juice just i just need keep... to refill this can you put your own blood in it there's a good question that's a good question am i allowed to get a second one like you know goodwill always has some pretty cool you know vials <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Can I? Well, there was only seven, and they had six. So unless it got thrown out on a yard sale or something, Satan didn't know about. I, that no. could happen. I believe. I believe it. Yeah, I really could. All right, man. Well, that's Demon Knight. Uh, did it. I love Demon Knight. Everyone should watch this movie. I, I'm glad you recommended it to me. I am so. I didn't know this was your first time watching this. this I didn't know either. A, I literally thought I'd saw it until I started going through it. Going, nope. This has definitely not been watched before. I have to say, because of this movie is why I have always questioned your disdain for Billy Zane. Like, seriously, I'm like, I'm like, the collector from Demon Knight you have a blood feud with? How is that possible? Well, I'm glad that we finally ended it. <laughs> Demon Knight has mended bridges. Billy Zane has been, uh, what do you call it? A lucky son of a bitch that gets out of this unscathed. 
don't know, but there was a word I was trying to think. Oh, oh Billy Zane has been absolved of all wrongdoings. Oh, you know, that is Nate. a good word. That is, yep. you like that word? felt more threatening and like I was still trying to push <laughs> the blood feud. Gotta let it go, man. It's all Jack Gotta Courtney let now. it go. God, it's all Jack Well, speaking of blood feuds, let's do our raining blood. So this one was interesting. Why do people insist on counting demons and dead bodies laying around in movies as part of the kill count? It doesn't. So I had to do math and I hate math as I I hate math. Uh, There was literally someone counting the three people crucified in the flashback. That doesn't count. I was like, that doesn't count. There's only one kill i counted in the flashback and that was breaker getting the blood from the other demon knight because we guy. actively watched that man die we did i don't count the soul the nazi soldier that he blows up shooting him it doesn't count that's a demon they don't count um and i didn't see the guy before he was possessed so that that is how that works but there's 12 12 which is pretty People respectable die. when you think about, you know, this being a one location movie. It does yeah. a great thing. Like, I know whenever I watch a horror movie and we are set in one location and you have like six main characters or, or six characters in the party. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, I know I'm at least going to have five people die. Yeah. Right out the gate, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they this, always add in like two people that were traveling to the cabin or, you know, somewhere. Yeah. It's like those ones get killed, you know. They kind of add in the auxiliary yeah. people. This one does a really neat job of like putting a bunch of people that I do actually like am rooting for to mm-hmm. succeed, you know, and dispatches them very nicely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, really, the only character I was looking forward to the death of was Roach. Like everyone else, I actually liked. I yeah. liked the character of Roach. And the, that's the, something you know, I feel but... like. Uh, how do I put this? Like, um, not like a lower budget modern horror movie will do the same exact trope of like, all right, we'll put our six people and we'll put them in a death spa. I'm only saying that because I really want to talk about death spa. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll at some point. But um, but it'll make those six characters the most asshole characters on the planet. You hate every single one of them. You don't care if any of them live. And it's like, well, no, that's kind of the charm of all these movies of the past was I cared about these characters. You have you the this is a Hellraiser 2022 issue. If I yeah. don't care about the characters, I don't, their deaths have no impact on so me. many modern, like independent, like directors like miss that point sometimes yeah. of just like, oh, like, no, I want to like the characters. I need to like the characters, not all of them. No. But I need to like you can have good... your Franklins, all right, from Texas Chainsaw. You like, can have your Franklins, you can have your roaches, you can have you can have the guy you have that, that one you... guy. But if you make all six or eight of your characters that one guy, it's like, oh, I don't care now. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I, I'm I, losing I, the impact. I'm sympathetic to like Cordelia. She's just stuck in a situation. I didn't want to see her die. The guy that's in love with her, um, can't think of his the name. Postman. 
Yeah, the postman. I like how I am, uh, Wally. I like how I'm sympathetic for him, but then there's a whole story arc with him at the end of the movie having the postal, you know, guns and grenades, which was a big thing in the 90s for those of you that weren't around in the 90s. A lot of postmen were pissed off a lot of the times. That was a thing. Whole plot line of falling down. I mean, well, he wasn't a postman, but no, like, he wasn't a postman. He went he postal. Just, he went post. That's where the term comes from. <laughs> Seriously, that's where the term comes yeah. from. Was there was a time in our history when postmen were pissed off? It's all because and of this Newman. is <laughs> Newman. Newman. So, no, yeah, I, I have to, I have to care about the characters to care about their death. Otherwise, it's just, oh, that was a cool blood squib or oh his head got ripped off ha 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 Uh, i don't care you know so if you add in a bunch of auxiliary people just get mowed down like texas chainsaw 2022 does in the bus and it's like all right you literally just did this just to do blood it's cool but there's no impact here i hate it right unlike this one which is we get the sheriff who is you know added and then you have the two uh the mother and father that run the diner they're thrown in as fodder for death, but it works. That's exactly what their job was. They've, they've established them early on. Then we get the payoff midway through the movie. Totally fine with that, but Oh, perfectly fine. Speaking of kills, man, let's do our thing. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week. So should I go first? Because it is your birthday. Yeah, you go first. It's my birthday. Oh dude, it's meat puppet. That first one. It's too good of a kill. So having that head fine. go through the back of the the skull and then having it dragged around only to end up being decapitated. That that's mine. We're, yeah. we're, we're same these. Nice. And he, that then is the he, kill of the week. It's kill of the week. And he and he throws it. Like that that head becomes a projectile. Like it's not just punch through the head, pull his arm out, body falls down. This goes on throughout the entire segment. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I love I adore it's hysterical. it. Man. It's it's slapsticky yep but it sets the tone and this is not disparaging to anything else the rest of the movie kills are amazing roach's death zombie-esque amazing cordelia getting her eyeballs blown out of her head amazing but this one starts everything off it tells you what you're in for and it's honestly a very unique kill because of how, how he just keeps using the head in the fight which I yeah. just adore. It was just so much fun. So, all right. Well, I don't think it's too hard for people to, re- to guess what this is going to be, but let's rate this bad boy. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Whew. Nate, first time watching it, brother. Oof. Ah, this has been difficult for me because there was some mm. sluggish parts. We didn't really talk about it, but there was there was moments where like. I didn't really wasn't fully invested, I guess, of what's going on. Um, well, just in between, we got, I, I, we got, I don't we got really a couple remember. Minutes. That's the thing. Was it the flashbacks? No, it wasn't the flashbacks. I think it was maybe him telling the stories of the flashbacks, like that kind of dialogue in between. It was when you know you would have moments of like, I need some action going on again. Like oh, that, those were like two minutes tops sometimes between bad mindset. 
bad mindset. I, I understand. Not, not good. <laughs> I understand because to me, this this movie's super fast paced. Oh, it, it comes is, in a brisk hour and a half, you know? Yeah. This is a doesn't tight, overstay its welcome whatsoever. Like 92 minutes or something like that. Like but, this movie just get gets and gets. Gives and gets. I right now it's a seven point five for me. I feel like oh why I will be watching this again. Whew. And it'll become an eight point five. Guaranteed. Whew. Whew. Yeah. Guaranteed. I, I hope so, man. That's yeah. Um, like I said, I was thankful I watched this movie that night because I was like, I really need something to pick my spirits up right now. And yeah. this definitely did it, you know. Um, so the uh, joys of rating something and then trying to have that memory because, you know, we try not to watch these movies too far in advance because it's like, oh, there are podcasts that watch a movie two or three times. I can't do that. I just no, I, I don't have can't time. do it. I, I just try to watch it the closer it gets to it. Sometimes I put myself in a pinch where it's like stuff's going on in my life and, you know, between work and being active, it's like, shit, really, I find time to watch this movie. That's this one right. happened to fall on a really bad day, um, but I'm glad it did. You know, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad there was a ray of sunshine for you with Demon Knight, even without I Sadler's butt. Where... You know what? Yeah. Honestly, it would have gotten to 8.5 if Sadler's butt would have been in it, which means <laughs> Die Hard 2 was a four. But because it's butt, that's why I gave it a five. <laughs> Don't watch you have to <laughs> dig that back up. What are you gonna do? Drive back up here. I would. Uh so what are you giving this? As I Master's said, the universe before, was a 10. That was like 12 year old Charlie. That yeah. was so was now we, we've now four years later, Charlie has evolved from Yeah. This is 16, 16 year now old Charlie. Guns, boobs, and blood. It's a, it's a good move. It's a good move, Charlie. <laughs> moving up, moving on up <laughs> in the world. Um, I I know what the movie is. I know what it's not. It is one of my top five favorite horror movies. Um, but I'm going to give it a nine. This this uh still has a huge enjoyment factor for me. Even I think I would still have it even without the big nostalgia you know, attraction I have with this movie is this delivers on every checkbox oh, I could possibly right now, come I, up I, with. I want a sequel. Like I, this kind of movie is hard to describe, but it's like, I know it's what I want out of movies, you know? Yeah, no, I, I would totally be down for a sequel. This is one of those. I hope they never, ever try to remake. Um, I want, I want Tales from the Crypt back. I want my show back. I want the Crypt Keeper back. You know, John Kassir is iconic for that voice of the Crypt Keeper. You know, this is just, that is such a huge part of my childhood is the Crypt Keeper. Even before, even when I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies, I knew who the Crypt Keeper was. It's because of that, that cartoon, you know? It was a cartoon. I knew the laugh. I knew. I mean, there was there was there was toys of and, the Crypt Keeper. That you know. Danny Elfman theme song. Danny Elfman is a huge part of our childhood, man. You people yeah. need to realize Danny Elfman's known more than just cartoon sitcoms. When, like, like I had such a big smile just hearing that theme song start out, because man, if there's not like a Halloween party where you don't have a playlist with that theme song on it, you're doing your Halloween party wrong. 
I was I was watching it and I was like, I could do an entire episode on the opening of Tales from the Crypt. Like I could break down everything you see, like even going through the gates with the Jabberwocky over top of it, you know, going through the house, going through the door, the way the camera pans around the entire room, the whole set dressing to the coffin with Crypt Keeper jumping out of it. I could make an episode out of that by itself. And that's, that's why we got to do some Tales from the Crypt episodes, I think, over on YouTube. I'm totally down, man. Well, let's. I didn't let you do it on my He-Man episode for reasons, but I will let you do it on Tales from the Crypt, is why don't you hit me with some trash opinions? I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage, and then I pick up the trash can, and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's going to be a disaster. All right. You ready for this? No, but go ahead. Oh, Picture this. The year is 1999. Ooh. A person has access to the internet and wants to write a review. Mm-hmm. That person, their name, I'm Caster Troy. Really? He found time to write a review. Caster Troy wrote a review about Demon Knight. I'm Caster Troy. I'm yeah, Caster yep. Troy. I'm Caster Troy. I want to take his face <laughs> off. I hope 2023 is the year we do face off. Yeah, very strong possibility. We do. Well, I mean, we got to have at least one John Woo every year. So you do realize, though, that means we we're doing also a John Travolta movie. I'll allow it. <laughs> While it is Nick Cage and a good '90s and a John Woo, you still have to watch a John Travolta I, I, movie. I really dig that Travolta movie. <laughs> okay, okay, just wanted to get that out there. I didn't need a you know a blood feud two times in this. Nope, 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 year. nope. Just Jack no. Courtney. All right, hit me, <laughs> hit me, Caster Troy. One out of ten called it awful. I this is one of the worst already. movies I have ever seen. I am a huge horror film buff, but this movie falls up more under sci-fi than anything. Billy Zane is horrible as a leading man. What? Jada Pinkett is bad as usual. Church provides some decent comic relief, but I really do not understand what Tales from the Crypt was thinking when they made this film. I don't think he got it. Caster Troy. Really, you know what? In between all the bullets flying, though, he just happened to be watching this one movie while admiring his guns. He was losing his mind, though. He Let's was, be fair. You know? He was losing yeah. his mind. In a... He didn't know sci-fi? who he was. Sci-fi. Right? That's so, stupid alone. Was it because of the and, green blood? What, you know what? what? I want to I cheer you up, though. Cheer I love up. when we do, when I'm doing my research, my rigorous research for trash opinions. Mm. And this is one of the movies where it was actually hard to find a bad review. As well, it should that, be. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, I really enjoy it. So hmm. this was one of the ones where there's only one one star review I could find. I pick bangers, especially for my birthday, man. You do. I don't mess around. There's a reason we do this show. There's a reason we are who we are. One could say we are professionals. We are professionals, and especially when it's the professional's birthday, I pull out all the stops and I give us Demon Knight. And yeah. What else can we say about this movie? Chef's kiss. 
it is a chef's kiss. Uh, Caster Troy is high on painkillers, and don't ever listen to that guy. I don't even know which Caster Troy it was, though. That's the thing. That's true. Could have been either one. Now, it could have been John Travolta looking Caster Troy, or it could have been John Travolta acting like Caster or Nick Cage, not me. I don't know. That movie's very confusing. should have got a sequel to Face Off. Face Off again? (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. Face Off again. Uh, So, all right. Well, we've covered Demon Knight, man. I love this movie. Again, it's high up on my you know, recommendations for people to watch. You know, this one usually gets brought up quite a bit. If someone's like, tell me a good horror movie to watch. Well, it's like, while deadly spawn, I've probably pushed that movie like two or three times this week. Uh, demon nights way up there as well, <laughs> you know, and my love for these kind of movies will never go away. And, uh, as a matter of fact, I don't know if I've introduced Anthony to this movie yet. So that might be this year. He's 16. So it may be time for some demon night the passing of the torch that way when he has to hunt down season three he's well prepared i know it's almost like i should let him watch a couple episodes of uh tales from the crypt before i drop his ass right into the demon night <laughs> i almost should l- let him watch uh bordello of blood but that has just as much boobs and sex jokes in it as this <laughs> one does if not maybe more Oh, poor Bodello of Blood. That movie is fun once you get past the point that it's not a good movie. It's just a a good, gory, bloody movie Ideal. that's not good. Remove Dennis Miller and put William Sadler in that same role. <laughs> doesn't work. No. <laughs> I don't even remember who the preacher guy was in that. It was some other like I don't remember. guy. I just know it was the Erica girl from uh, Under Siege, the miss miss july miss july miss january miss july miss july yeah 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 why do you never remember that i, don't I get my j months mixed up all the time well, there's okay. too many of them there's too many of them you know you and your j's mm-hmm. all right man we ready to close this bad boy out don't forget to cross the t's and dot the lowercase j's lowercase j's still on that jk all right everybody thanks for checking this out on my second and final birthday episode for january you made it through your birthday month and birthday month has been made through i am now officially one year older i am the big four three now so yay i feel old very enthusiast Um, enthusiastic that's the word enthusiastic i'm an enthusiast for you are an enthusiast of tales from the crypt (laughs) i am there you go and make sure you tune in next week it will be our big two-year anniversary episode our q a while also talking about the chuck norris classic missing in action send us questions on instagram send us questions on facebook you still have time by the time they hear this they won't though they won't (laughs) we'll have already recorded the episode they will yeah How's time work? You don't read the schedule, do you? No, <laughs> I'm just... not Pete. I read the schedule. You have to look at the dates, too. I give you yeah, the dates. This drops on the... Tw- oh, wait. No, this <laughs> drops on the 24th, and then we record on the 26th. What? No. Yeah, because the 17th is Masters, and then the 24th is this, and then the 26th is when we record Missing Action. And then the 31st, 
this releases on the 24th, like I said, the day after my birthday, but we record Missing in Action the 19th. I'm glad you said that because I, 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 oh, 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 I. So yes, Nate, there are two dates. There's the record date and the release date that you have to pay attention to when we do these. You just hit it with the do 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 do. I'll I'll fix all that. Don't worry. <laughs> Everyone will understand exactly where we're at anyway. But so yeah, please make sure you check out the uh, anniversary special. It's going to be a lot of fun. We actually have Pete watching a chuck norris movie which i'm super yeah, excited <laughs> about i'm paying for that dearly come february i already know so it'll be fine and uh also please if you are not checking us out over on facebook we are at give me back my horror movies and give me back my action movies facebook groups we are both on instagram under the same show names we are on twitter we are on tiktok we're on youtube we just did our top five vhs covers which is an awesome stream. We had a lot of fun. And as you're hearing this now, Nate, you still have time to check us out on January 30th for our crabs review. That's how dates work. Right. You can watch us on YouTube. Talk about crabs. We will talk about a fantastic horror movie about killer crabs. Oh, those crabs. Okay. Yes. We got to really clarify. We really do. Don't we <laughs> I wonder if we're going to, YouTube's going to have issue with my promo for that. I don't know. Definitely check out the VHS covers. I had so much fun. That was a really fun night. That was a blast. And it was literally the only way we could do that. Like, yeah, you had to do it visually. So, yeah, it, it worked out great. We had a lot of interaction, a lot of you know people in the live chat. So, yeah, if you come over and watch us while we're doing it live, drop a comment in the live chat. Or usually I'm able to put it right up on the screen. We'll, we like to include everybody in the talk. So and then I have also made a dedication in 2023 to have letterbox be updated after every single movie I watch. Yeah. I got to remember my login for that. So, uh, <laughs> I'm behind. so you just give me back my horror movies right now. And then you got, give me back my action movies that Charlie will run. If he can remember his login information, which I'm sure, but I'm I have created that. a list for every horror movie we're covering. I've created a list for every action movie we're covering. And then every movie I watch in general in 2023 will be on a separate list. Fantastic. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're we're trying to stay as updated as we can with all this newfangled technology. What's one more social media? Yeah, what's one? Is it is 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 Letterbox actually a social media thing? It I don't feels know. like it. I don't know. I, I I I really can't keep up with all this stuff, man. It'll be fine. All right, man. Well, anything else want, we need to do? I I just thank you, everyone. Go listen to 100 Horrors. Go listen to Spoils of Horror. That's right. We dropped our commercials. Yep. I feel like we did it. All right. Nope. Well, Nate. What's, what's the good word, Charlie? I thought you had to do the good word, Nate. Yeah, that's your birthday, and I really want to give you the good word. I, I It's my gift to you. All right, sir. So it's your birthday gift. What's the good word? All right. This property is hereby condemned. Now. Let's talk about how I get back home.
Nate. Yep, yep, yep. Get that pussy off the table. <laughs> I, 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 I meant the cat. Oh, 